Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello and welcome back to the Magic Mindset. Today we are going to talk about self-care, but not self-care in the sense of bubble baths or manicures and margaritas or wandering the aisles of Target looking for candles and throw pillows. (laughs) That's all valid and that can all be included in your self-care. However, we are going to talk about what I define as real foundational I love myself so much. I am willing to make my present self uncomfortable for the benefit of my future self, self-care, which is exactly what I believe self-care to be. It is setting up your future self for success. But before we get into it, I want to take a minute and just thank you. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you for tuning in each week. Thank you for tuning in right now. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming back. Thank you for leaving a review. That means the world to me. I try not to look at reviews because then I can get in my head a little bit, but also I'd be lying if I told you I don't look at reviews. And so thank you. They are really, really greatly appreciated. I cannot stress how important they are to creators, right? You know, and this is the true for podcasts. I'm speaking for everybody in this field, myself and anybody that you may follow on Instagram, TikTok, listen to their podcast. Folks like me who show up, you know, and want to give information to help you feel better in any form, in any way. When you take just a few seconds and like what they shared and write a quick comment, that does so much good. It does so much good in helping it get seen and it also does so much good in reaffirming the fact that we are doing something positive and that we are making an impact. So thank you for that. And a little, you know, ask if you have yet to review this podcast, please do so. It means the world to me. And like I said, it is really what helps this podcast get shared gets discovered. Um, you t- you know, taking a picture, taking a screenshot, sharing it in your stories, if you already have left a review, any of those things, it it just it does it does a lot of good. Um, we're coming into a season where I'm thinking about where I want to move this podcast in the next year, what I want to do with it, which obviously means how much effort I'm going to put into it, how much work I'm going to put into it. And I anticipate putting a little more effort and a little more work and spending a little more money on this thing um, to improve it from where it is right now. I'm excited about doing all those things, but my ego would like to see this, you know, be listened to more, this shared more, this, you know, the reviews go a little higher. And so all that to say, my self-care right now is me stepping out of my nervousness and the cringe factor of asking you for help. And once again, just asking you to, if you haven't, to review this podcast. And if you have reviewed this podcast, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. And if you feel called, if there's an episode that resonates with you, obviously I'm no pressure, but if you feel called, if you think it could help somebody, send a screenshot of it to them, share it in your stories, anything, anything that you do. And this goes, again, for me and any other creator that you gain value from, just taking that time to like, comment, share, it does a lot of good. And so 
That was my little self-care selfish plug. Now let's get into the meat of this episode and talk about what self-care really is and how we can use self-care to set up our future self for nothing but success. Often when we think about self-care, we think about indulgence. And I want to be clear, there is absolutely room for indulgence in our self-care. There is a place for that. But when our self-care practices start and end with only indulgent things, that is not self-care. That is self-neglect. Because true self-care is making sure that you have what you need to thrive. True self-care is setting your future self up for success, which quite often means doing things in the present moment that you may not want to do, but you know your future self will be so thankful that you did. And so what do some of those things look like? Sometimes self-care is really as simple as doing the laundry. Sometimes self-care is going downstairs, I say downstairs because that's where my laundry room is, and looking into the hamper and sorting it all out and just doing the laundry because you know if you don't do it today, it's just going to continue to pile up and get to a place where you feel so overwhelmed with it that you have to spend your whole day sorting through other people's dirty socks. No, thank you very much. So self-care is sometimes the most basic things. For me, one of the kindest, most self-care things I do is keeping my house clean. And this is something we've talked about in the past, like the stories, especially as women and caregivers, mothers that we can tell ourselves, you know, anybody who lives with anybody else, like, oh, they just leave all their shit around and they don't appreciate me, yada, yada, yada. Mm, No, let's stop that because that's not true. It really isn't true. The truth is they don't care, right? Their day is not going to be ruined if a dish is on the counter or a sock is on the floor. They could give a shit. You care. We care. I care. And so reframing, keeping my house clean from woe is me, I'm the maid that nobody appreciates into this is something I do for my self-care because being in a tidy, clean, organized environment is what allows me to feel like I have my shit together. (laughs) That's a huge game changer. And so self-care can be sucking it up and cleaning the kitchen in those 10 minutes before you go veg out on the latest Netflix show, getting it done. And so you wake up the next morning and when you walk into the kitchen to pour your cup of coffee, your immediate reaction isn't, ugh, look at yesterday's shit staring me in the face and starting your day off on that like negative no of having feeling like you're behind the ball. No, no, no. Instead, because your past self or, you know, your future self or your present self, however you want to think about it, is saying, I'm going to do this right now. I don't want to do it. I would love to go in the other room with my family and put my hand into that bowl of popcorn and just tune out and just veg for the rest of the night. I'm going to push that aside. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to get this fucking kitchen clean because I know when I wake up tomorrow morning, walking into a pristine space is what is going to help me start my day on the right foot. So laundry, self-care. Keeping your space clean, self-care. Like cleaning any sort of area before it becomes overwhelming, that is self-care. Meal prep. Meal prep is another amazing foundation foundational self-care tool. This comes up in every single meeting I have, at least, well, every single first meeting I have. Once we get past the first like one or two meetings, we stop talking about meal prep because 
by that time, it's become habitual, right? It, it is just something that these wonderful women are doing. And meal prep is something that scares people. Meal prep, I never not get a reaction to meal prep in the beginning. I just, I don't. We have a lot of bullshit tied up with it. We have a lot of old diet-based baggage tied up with it. We view it to be something that takes a lot of effort for minimal reward because how we have often used meal prep in our past, and I am very much included in this, is, you know, when we were only dieting. And so we do all this work and then we equate it with like food that really doesn't taste good because of course we're dieting or food that we're going to get sick of because we we make too much on Monday and then by Friday comes, you're like, oh my God, I can't fucking look at this meal one more minute. And so all of that, like it, it just ruins what our vision of meal prep is. I want to erase all of that from your mind. I wish I could erase all of that from your mind. I wish that you were a whiteboard and that every woman I work with is a whiteboard and I could just erase it all and then write a new little memo on there that says meal prep is foundational self-care because making it easy for your future self to eat in a way that allows you to feel your best is one of the most self-care-ish <laughs> New word, coined it here, somebody alert Merriam-Webster and let them know that we're going to add that into the dictionary immediately. (laughs) Meal prep is the most self-care-ish thing that you can do. I could talk about the importance of meal prep for self-care for probably 45 to 1,045 minutes. (laughs) That is how passionate I am on the subject, but I don't want to waste your time with all of that. I do want to very quickly, though, throw in the fact that meal prep is going to look different for every single person, and meal prep can quite often be the very least. When I say meal prep, me personally, all I do is have protein on hand, protein already cooked and ready for me to go, which 90, no, 100% of the time is either chicken breast, made in some form, turkey meatballs, of some sort, or turkey burgers. I just rotate between those things. Once in a while, I throw in tuna fish with an actual fuck ton. Again, that's a a measurement. Put that on a measuring cup somewhere for me, please. Um, Tuna with a fuck ton of pickles. But like those are my core things. I like them, excluding the tuna, because with chicken breast, with turkey meatballs, and with turkey burgers – They are, one, nothing against red meat, but they're lean enough to be eaten often. I don't want to have red meat in my diet multiple times a day. Um, I wouldn't suggest that for many people. Again, not that it's bad at all. That's not what I'm saying. But it's just higher in calories, higher in fat. And so sticking to a leaner protein source for two of my meals, and again, for your meals, is just going to be to your benefit. And then, yeah, absolutely. You want a burger at night? go for it. Go to fucking town. Like, I I love that for you. I'm already planning on getting takeout from Harry's, which if you're local to my area, you know Harry's Burgers are the burgers. And if you have yet to have a Harry's Burger, please, please go get one immediately. And then immediately let me know how much you love it because you're going to. And then let's make a time where you and I can go talk about manifestation and intuition and intentions over burgers at Harry's. (laughs) Like, I want to do that. That would be a fucking amazing meetup. So that's the intention we're setting out together right now, local people. And if you're not local, come in. Let's do it together. Oh my God, I'm so off subject. (laughs) I'm sorry. I hate myself. Anyway, we meal prep, lean protein. That's my meal prep, basically right there. And a prayer and an idea of what I'm going to make for dinner. Sometimes in busy seasons of my life or 
when I am feeling like I am being neglectful to my physical body, basically when I've been indulging a bit too much, I will bring out my handy refrigerator calendar and I will start writing down my dinners for the week on that thing. It is not something I do all the time, just in full disclosure, because quite often I don't need to. I've done it this type of thing long enough where I am very reliable. I will cook a healthy dinner for myself Monday through Thursday. The rest of the time is complete takeout, which is what allows me to cook a healthy dinner for myself on the other days. That's Everything's a trade-off, right? So... But if I'm feeling like I'm treating my body like shit, if I'm just being too indulgent, if I'm being lazy, or there's just a lot going on in our life, which we're coming into that right now. My kids literally have practice or games Monday through Sunday. Monday through Sunday. What the fuck? Why am I doing this myself? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so it's probably time for me to bring back out that calendar. That's the extent of meal prep. Meal prep does not need to be Tupperware containers with perfectly portioned food laid out for you. It does not need to be having every single vegetable, every single fruit cut up. It does not need to be any of that stuff. It can be as simple as having protein ready and an idea of what you are going to like for your breakfast and lunch so you can very quickly together throw meals. That's meal prep. Very, very simple. I promise it's the last time I'm going to talk about that in this episode, but we'll absolutely talk about it in other episodes. And yeah, burgers, manifestation, intuition at Harry's. Let's Let's do it. But moving on, let's get back to self-care. Other foundational self-care practices that we just don't think about enough as being self-care are things like going to bed, putting your ass to sleep. Getting enough sleep is a wonderful form of self-care. And another perfect example of doing things in the present moment that you may not want to do, but you know your future self is going to thank you for. Because your future self is sick and tired of being a tired fucking bitch every morning. (laughs) Because your ass stayed up too late watching Netflix or scrolling on TikTok. Those are not self-care-ish at all. Stop doing that. Stop doing that to your future self. And again, Raising my hand here, speaking from experience, I keep track of habits. I refer to them as intentions at this point um, of what I want to do for the month, right? One of my November intentions is to put my fucking phone away before I get in bed. I This is something I think will be on my intention list for the foreseeable future because it's something that I will regularly struggle with. On the weekends, I'll let myself scroll and that's not great for habit formation because I equate then still getting in bed with being okay with scrolling. That's not what I want to do Sunday through Thursday nights because I want to get to sleep. And so I have to keep track in you know my little bullet journal every single day, every single morning when I wake up and I go and I'm, I feel really proud of myself when I put my little check mark that, nope, I put my phone on the side of my nightstand. I didn't touch it and I read before I went to bed. Like that is self-care to me because I value sleep when it comes to my health above almost everything else. And so that's true for a lot of people because if your sleep is fucked up, almost everything else in your life is going to feel fucked up because it's impossible to be your best self when you are underslept. And again, obviously, I know if you're a new mama, right, like this is, just do the best you can, right? Do do the best you can. If you are in a stressful period of your life and sleep is evading you, do the best that you can. But also call your bullshit. Call your bullshit and really double down on the self-care of putting your fucking phone away and getting to bed because that is one of the kindest things that you can do for yourself. And so, you know, remind yourself when – 
Netflix asks you, are you still watching or your phone? I said my social media all clocks out at a certain time. And so if I want to watch it, I can, but I have to like hit that little like watch for one more minute, watch for 15 more minutes. It's a great bullshit caller because in that time, my awareness can come back and I can go, no, 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 we're not doing this for 15 more minutes. Put the phone down. So like creating checks and balances like that for yourself is an amazing form of self-care, holding yourself accountable to your goals, not your bullshit. That's self-care. Obviously, self-care can be getting your ass to the gym. That is absolutely self-care. Movement is self-care. We are made to move. None of us, absolutely none of us, we're made to just lay around all day. Our bodies are made to move. We are miracles walking around with all these incredible abilities and functions that we, some of us, are just completely neglecting. And I don't want to say this from like a wellness, like high horse, like you need to be doing an hour of strength training and then an hour of cardio. Like, no, 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 no. Movement is movement. Movement can be taking a walk around the block. Movement can be putting on your favorite song and dancing. Movement can be cleaning your kitchen. Movement can be taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Movement can absolutely mean deadlifting or taking a spin class or going for a run. Movement can be anything. Anything that allows you to express your body's potential is self-care. But again, it doesn't always feel like self-care in the moment, especially if you're new to fitness. You know, if you are telling, if you're shooting yourself, I should be working out, I should get back to the gym, I should go for a run today, that's not self-care. That's shitty. Shooting yourself is shitty 100% of the time. Either do or do not. We've talked about that before. But self-care is knowing what you really need. Because some of the time, what you need is to look yourself in the mirror, call your bullshit and say, no, I am better than this. I deserve more than this. I am capable of more than this. And I deserve to feel amazing. I have all the tools to feel amazing. All I need to do is trust in my ability to use them and then go and do. That is self-care. Again, not always comfortable in the present moment. It's going to require you to get uncomfortable in the present moment, but you know your future self is going to be so incredibly thankful that you did. But before we tie this up, we have to explore the opposite of that because, you know, doing the laundry, cleaning your kitchen, getting to bed early, having food available to you, easily accessible food that allows you to feel your best, getting your ass to bed, getting off your phone, not gossiping, that's self-care. That is karmic self-care, just shutting the fuck up when your friend is starting to tell you like the latest juiciest story instead of being like, ooh, tell me more, just sit there and try your best not to ask questions. <laughs> that is self-care for your karmic self. We could probably do it. We should do a whole episode about that. Self-care is not taking that screenshot of what that fucking crazy bitch just put on Facebook and sending it off to your friend. Self-care is going, mm, 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 nope, nope, nope. I'm not going to do that. We don't do that anymore. And just holding it back. All of these things are self-care. But I also have to throw in, self-care is sometimes laying on your ass and doing absolutely fucking nothing because that is what you need to. I want to all be very, very clear on that. I am a big fan of going. I'm a big fan of doing. I'm a big fan of holding yourself accountable. I am a big fan of you always fighting for your potential and not your bullshit. But that is going to require your pretty little ass to take a fucking nap sometimes, <laughs> right? You always have the ability 
And you always deserve to rest when you need to rest. And so yes, pushing is self-care. Holding yourself accountable is self-care. But when you need to just slow down, when you need to relax, when you need to chill the fuck out, self-care is honoring that. You don't want to burn yourself out. You don't want to blow the motor doing something. Give yourself permission to rest whenever you need to rest. And give yourself permission to indulge whenever you need to indulge. That trip to Target, it's available to you. Just make damn sure that in doing so, you're not draining your fucking savings account or maxing your credit card. I've been there. It doesn't feel good. That's not self-care. The trip to go get margaritas, that's available to you. But just make sure that when you wake up the next morning, you are not going to be in a pool of regret because what you really wanted to do that day was get your house clean, get to the gym, get your laundry done, and get your meal prep done. But now you can't because your ass had four of those margaritas last night. Like that's not self-care. Make sure when you are choosing to indulge, it is working out in your favor. You are doing so consciously. You are doing so with an awareness of what it is going to cost your future self and you are moving forward from that. And then enjoy it. Just be aware that what you are doing is, you know, an indulgent form of self-care and you want to keep it where it is still self-care. You don't want to allow it to tiptoe into being just a straight indulgent because that doesn't feel good and that brings guilt in and shame in and we're not doing any of that shit. That's not very self-care-ish. I am going to wrap it up here. Next week, we are basically continuing on this theme. It is going to come out. Next week's episode is going to come out on Monday, which is not typical. Typically, all episodes get released on Thursday, but next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Yay. (laughs) Yay for stuffing potatoes and gravy. That makes this bitch really fucking happy. (laughs) So anyway, next week's episode, because I know nobody's going to be listening on Thanksgiving, nor should you be. You should be enjoying yourself, enjoying your time with your loved ones, enjoying your food. This is exactly what we are going to talk about, how to navigate that holiday and this holiday season. Enjoy it fully, but not feel like shit after it. Not feel like you have such a huge mess to clean up. That is absolutely self-care, right? Having your cake, enjoying it, feeling no shame over it, and being able to still feel amazing after the fact, that's self-care. So we're kind of going to continue this conversation, but also next week's episode is going to be one that you should probably save because it's going to be applicable to any holiday, any party, any vacation, any big indulgent type event. It's going to be applicable to all of that stuff. So I'm excited to have that conversation. And then from there, we are, I can't fucking believe it, coming into the new year. And so as of right now, I have all of December's episodes kind of planned out loosely, I am asking you for a favor. My goal right now is to spend the month of December providing you with tools that will allow you to enter 2023 like a fucking phenom. Just feeling like I got my shit together. I am ready to roll. This year is the year. Like this year is the year you are going to do it. And so December is all going to be based around tools to help you really align and thrive into the new year. And so if there is anything that you really want to talk about that you would find really helpful that you really struggled with this year and you would really like not to struggle with it next year, give me a message. Shoot me a message ASAP because I'm starting recording those 
probably right after this is released. I'm going to be recording those somewhere in between that week. And so let me know. Um, I look forward to it. As always, you know where to find me. I would love to connect with you further in a call. That's This is an amazing time of year to book a call so we can create some goals, create some intentions for the new year, help make sure that you're not cleaning up a mess in January, but entering January feeling like really fucking good. That's a great time to do that. What a great gift to give yourself. So yeah, if you feel called to do that, head to my website and let's chat. And I hope this episode was helpful for you. We went on a lot of tangents together. We went a lot of places. We've been on quite a journey. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you have a really delicious burger. If you're local, get one from Harry's. Thank me later. I will see you back next week. <music>